Hey, witches. Welcome back to another episode of Glow Girl. I'm your host, April Eckweilen. And this week, I have a very special guest, a very good friend of mine. We are going to be chatting with Tarot and Lenormand Card Reader, Psychic Medium and Animal Communicator, Mitch Osborne. Hey, Mitch, how are you? Can I say it? Can I say it? Your husband got to say, say hey, witches. Yes. <laughs> I love hey, it. witches. I love it. What's up? How are you? I am doing very well because I'm I'm sitting here live with you. We're virtual, but I'm live and I'm loving it. And I'm so excited to be on your podcast, which I have been absorbing weekly. So thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to have you on. So let's let's just get into it. So tell me, tell me about how you came to be and do what you're doing. Ooh, kicking and screaming. So <laughs> I was, um, you know, I'm the, the middle child, middle boy of three, you know, I was the closeted gay kid. I was the morbidly obese child while my brothers were skinny athletic. So I was always, always, always very different. I was the kid who was up early on Sunday morning when everybody else was sleeping. And, you know, my mom and dad would tell me, leave us alone. So I would, I remember being in like the living room where mom had like a table that she played cards, bridge and things like that with her girlfriends. So cards were always in my life. And I remember even like six, seven years old, I would take the cards and I would shuffle them and like put them on my head trying to like figure out first of all what color because you got one out of two choices then what suit because you had one out of four then like to go deeper and try to figure out the actual number I you know I remember trying to move pencils with my mind because I knew I could do it and to this day I still haven't been able to do it <laughs> so you know just as a kid I was always connected I remember kind of like imagining I could stand on this rock in the in the backyard and go down into an underworld of unusual animals, which was just so amazing for me. Um, moving forward a little bit, dreams were something that we could talk about in the family because it, you know, somewhat conservative family, but dreams were something we could talk about because you know it's kind of biblical. And uh, my mom was a big dreamer. Her, she was very prophetic with some of her dreams. And then flash forward to 1999, December of 1999. I was busting down closet doors left and right, you know, finally coming out of the closet at 33 years old, a magical number. Yeah, started, definitely. You know, I remember, you know, getting a deck of tarot cards and closing the blinds in my house and, you know, <laughs> starting to read. And I would watch the TV show Medium, hoping nobody would know that I was watching it. And um, yeah, so just started studying everything I could, you know, that last month in 1999 as we moved into the new millennia. And um, when I met my then boyfriend, now husband Fabian and moved to Orlando, started taking classes officially in 2008. And, you know, after studying all those years and really define, uh, honing my skills. And um, I remember reading John Edwards book. Um, and he said, oh yeah, my, my psychic boot camp was and the flea markets in Long Island. And, you know, as well as I do, when you say to spirit, where's, where's, where's my whatever. So I said, spirit, where's my boot camp? 
lo and behold, my friend, Crystal Bush, and that is her real name, not a drag name. She said, well, why don't you come work at Universal Studios Orlando? They have tarot card readers there. I was like, are you kidding me? So I quote unquote audition and started reading. I, my tiny little space was next to the Blues Brothers and it was ah. loud as can be. It, it honed my skills. So yeah, so then, you know, probably 2009, I put a website up and started going professional. So that's wow. my short, my long story is short. Your long I can get story it. Sh- well, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, 2009, because that's when my journey started with all of this <laughs> that it's become. So I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. So what, tell us a, more about your, like your, your psychic mediumship, your animal communication. What, what does all that entail? And I have to say, you know, 2009, it's 11 years. So mm-hmm. what a magical number year too, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> um, so what all does that entail? So I have a full-time career in health and well-being with a big medical institution, which I love. And I get to bring a lot of my practices into it in a very muggle way. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I have available about five um, live virtual sessions a week open on my calendar. And then I also do um, like customized tarot reading. So if you bought a spread like a Celtic cross or a career shipping spread, I would record it for you and send it back to you with homework to watch it and, and things to do. And those I can get back to people quicker, like one to three days. But that's my nights and my weekends. And, um, you know, I've taught um, tarot and I've bridged the gap with some um, EFT tapping and some eye movement therapy and some hypnotherapy and tarot. I've taught that at some uh, big tarot conferences in the States, um, StarCon down in South Florida every year. Um, for the last two years, and uh, at um, the Reader Studio in New York, um, before pan- pre-pandemic, I got to teach a couple times up there. Once, once on the main stage was amazing. Oh, awesome! So I need yeah, to get I, there. I, I need to get there. <laughs> well, we're all crossing our fingers because it's been three years since they've been shut down. We're all crossing our fingers, hoping they'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I'm going to Dallas in May for Tide which um, Soltopia puts on their big con- conference and Tide is the International Divination Expo. So I'm not teaching, I'm just going as a participant. I love when I get to go and just sit at the feet of my, the oh. people that I love and read their books and stuff. So, so yeah, so I, I've got a calendar kind of full and, and I do a lo- uh, probably about 50% of my um, sessions are, are with hu- humans and the other 50% are with the humans and their animals and animals alive and crossed over. Oh, okay. So I want to know more about this animal communication, especially, well, both with, with animals that are still with us. And then obviously those who have, you know, crossed the rainbow bridge. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me if I knew of anybody and I'm like, well, I do, I have Mitch, (laughs) but I've, I don't, I don't really understand it. Like what, how does that work? Obviously with, you know, with animals and such they're they can't talk to us like how I'm talking to you, but I'm sure they talk in other ways. So what is, what is all that about? So I, I give you an idea, like a typical session, um, you know, they, when they sign up for a session, it's virtual right now. Um, and I, I've only met with some animals in person a few times, especially horses, because they love me to come out to the stable. And they send me a picture. 
So I'm working with a picture and I sit down about 10, 15 minutes before I connect with the client, the human. And I gently and politely ask the animal, may I come to you? May I connect with your energy? And almost all of them say yes. Every once in a while, I have to say, well, you know, your human's asking me, oh, okay, you can come. If my human's yeah. asking you to connect with me. And then I just kind of ask them some questions about their life, their body, their spiritual purpose, you know, their connection with the people. And when I'm connecting with them, Typically, every cat I've worked with, I feel like I'm talking right to them. I feel like they're very involved, very enlightened, very intelligent. I'm talking right to them. And I'm very, very clairaudient. I used to say clairvoyance was my main one, but now the clairaudient is, is probably as equal. Um, you know, the, it's almost like I'm just dictating sometimes. And um, so I connect with them and just, you know, ask them stuff that's going on. If it's a, if it's a, small dogs are similar to cats, like enlightened and intelligent. And again, this is who I encounter, you know, my clients. It may be different if I went out into the world a little bit more, but I feel like this is who I'm attracting. But like, like say like a big, you know, Labrador or maybe a St. Bernard, there's so much more earthy energy. They're so much more grounded. Um, cats are just like aliens is what it feels like. Their energy is like, <laughs> fring, it's just high vibration. But the dogs, a lot of times, I feel like I'm either connecting with kind of their higher self or an interpreter that's kind of helping me to connect with them. And sometimes it literally, it's like, like a two-year-old boy, you know, food, want, <laughs> you know, it's just like single words. Mm -hmm. um, or, I, you know, in all my education and then the teaching I do the best way to communicate with animals is from your heart to their heart and through images you know if the if your dogs are not allowed on your couch at home and you want them off the couch when you say get off the couch get off the couch you're usually holding an image of them on the couch because that's what you're saying and what you want to say is hey Fido we talked about this your place is the bed over here this is your special place and that image then helps connect them to what you want to happen so a lot of times it's images that you know come in and then i you know kind of can interpret them or you know work with my angels and guides as well to kind of figure out what they need or go a little bit deeper oh that is that is so interesting <laughs> It is. I'll that never is... forget. I was teaching. I was teaching a tarot card class in Kissimmee, um, and this woman was there. It was just before I was really doing animal communication, pet psychic. And I said to this woman who was, a, a, you know, one of my mentors too. I said, "Oh my God, one day my business card is going to say pet psychic." You know. So again, be careful what you say. <laughs> hey, you put it out there. <laughs> uh so what about? Because I, you know. And recently, you know, I've had a, a bunch of, of friends who have lost, you know, pets and everything and they're, they want to connect with them. And, you know, I guess just like how we want to connect to our loved ones who have passed, um, how can you help people do that? How can you help people connect with their pets? Do you help people connect with their pets? Yeah. And if, you know, if I was, when I'm working with clients, I will often say, listen, first of all, you know, your pets crossed over. I always say, if open your heart, open your mind, welcome them back into your life physically. Yes. I'm talking reincarnation. So open it back. And I will say, you know, use your own verbiage, but you can say something to the effect of you're welcome back into our home in whatever shape or form. And whenever you feel 
it's right for all parties involved. Um, I have felt just a few times an animal was coming back as a child, but not often. Mm -hmm. um, and I will also say, you know, invite them into your dream time, but be very conscious and choose your own words. You can say, you know, when you lay down at night, say, all right, you know, Zuzu, I, I invite you into my dream tonight. Um, help me to remember it because a lot of times we don't remember our dreams because we dream all night long. Help me to remember the dream and come to me, you know, where we can have a pleasant connection interaction um, and when it may not be too painful because if you've ever dreamt of someone or, or a being that's gone and you wake up, it's actually quite a shock because in dream time, they're still alive. You're connected to them. You know, it is, and I and I, I had kind of the opposite effect one time. Sheldon, our dachshund, who we said goodbye to him almost a year ago, coming this Sunday will be a year. He lived to 19 and a half. So he had a full, wonderful life. It was still painful to say goodbye to this little boy. He's a little 11 pound dachshund. But I remember years ago when he was spry and around 10, <laughs> um, I'm in a dream and he's doing this Fred Flintstone kind of like running on a wave and he goes behind these bushes and it was my hometown. And he and I, I go running around the bushes and I'm like, shout out, shout And I get there and he's not moving. He's lifeless. He's drowned in the water. And I get down on my knees and I'm giving him mouth to snout and I'm just bawling. And all of a sudden he wakes up in my dream and immediately I wake up myself and he's sitting at the end of the bed stared at me and in that instant in that instant because I was I woke up saying why are you in my dream in that instant I knew a he was my actual traveling buddy mm -hmm. and b we were human horse in a previous lifetime in an instant it was just like a download I could just see it oh wow and it was a really beautiful connection because up until that point I had a really good connection with him but after that it it, it was bonded in a little bit different way so inviting them into your dreams and then, you know, if, if you, if you, anybody, my husband and I, we've said goodbye to, to three cats and three dogs over 15 years, and we still have three cats in our house. Um, but if you see that shadow in the house, that movement, and you think of them, just say, I see you. Just say, thank you for coming. Come back anytime I see you. You know, acknowledge their presence, you know. And then you may also find what I call overlay. And that's like... Um, Say you had, you know, you had a cat, so like Bartolomeo, you know, Bartolomeo we said goodbye to a little over a year ago. And he was like my soul connect. He, I wept and grieved more over that, that existence going to the other side than any human or other animal in my life. It was a really powerful connection. And we got new kittens and all of a sudden one of them who I felt a little connection with started doing some similar things in similar places. And that's what I would call like an overlay. I don't think it's him reincarnated, but I feel like it's his energy overlaying within them, you know, allowing us to kind of connect again, which has been kind of cool. And I've had that with humans too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. And that uh, when you, when you brought him up, he's in the tarot card from ja Jamie. Yeah. Jamie Sawyers. Oh. So yeah. So Bartolomeo and I are eight of cups in the pocket of peers, um, tarot deck and tarot tiles from Jamie Sawyer. So, and it's funny because there's a whole write-up in the book where as he's getting permission from me and we're doing that, I've said to Fabian, I said, I keep thinking he's a Pisces, he's a Pisces. And Fabian's like, well, I got his birth certificate, which I didn't know for 10 years. Oh. So, 
So he literally was like March 9th. So he's a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. He would come to me in the shower in the water. I mean, like he would touch the water. It was so I just knew there was a big connection. So discovering that and then getting on the deck and then him passing away, I knew also him passing would help me in my work. And it did because of my experience of how traumatic it was. Because I was with the client on the phone, 7.30 at night, we're finishing up and I hang up the phone and I can hear a meow that didn't sound good in the kitchen. And I went in there and he was laying on the ground back half, he couldn't move. It's what they call fetal aortic thrombosis. Mm which is basically like it's um, fate is what they call it. But heart stuff going on, a lot of male cats get it. And like a blood clot got free and goes down and just drops him. And we jump in the car, we're driving to the after hours vet. And you know, within 63 minutes, we're saying goodbye to him. And it was a painful goodbye. So um, I had to do, I had to do some, some, some tapping and some NLP work to kind of move beyond that last hour of how painful it was to be able to see, but again, I made an entire video about that and it's helped me. I've shared it probably, you know, with a bunch of people already, clients who've had wow. difficult passings. Yeah, it's it's hard to lose a, you know, a pet. I mean, they're they're our 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 family and and such. And it's I we've had you know, prior to our two dogs we have now and the one cat and and soon to have one more cat arriving after we get back from our trip. I can't wait. Um, well, we had three cats and three dogs. And I remember our one cat, um, Lestat. <laughs> and yes, he was named after the character in Interview with a Vampire. He was an all-black cat. He had this thing where he would, you know, go upstairs and he would find anything he could, a sock, you know, any little like hair tie or something. And he would come downstairs with it in his mouth and be like, you know, and he'd just make these little noises. And I swear there's been times I've been here and I hear this coming down the stairs and I'm like, Hey, Lestat, you know, how you doing? And I do that even with like people that have passed in my life. I'll say something will pop up. Like, I'll be driving and somebody will have a Steelers bumper sticker. And I'm like, Hey dad, what's up? You know, cause that was, you know, his favorite football team, you know, or certain numbers come up birthdays. Um, you know, when I was working my muggle job and I would have to look at somebody's birthday and it was for somebody that I had in my life who had passed, I'm like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? You know, I, I hear you. I see you kind of thing. So this is, this is awesome. I think it is helpful to people, especially with the animal aspect of it, since, you know, they, we can't have conversations with them, how we do with each other, um, to have somebody to help with that. I think that is amazing. So with your tarot card readings and your mediumship and stuff. And I don't know, do you include like, do you include like tarot in, in your animal communication or is that just completely separate? So interesting thing, if I'm like, if, if it was, I had a random client and I didn't know what they wanted, which I usually know ahead of time, which direction we're going to go. If I start to cross over into mediumship, I put the cards to the side. It's just okay. a natural thing. 
And when I work with animals, I hardly ever use cards at all. Um, and I feel like if I had to kind of describe what it feels like, it's almost like the cards, they're materialistic things. They're of this world. And I'm about to cross the veil to the other side. So they don't go, they don't go. Now there are, I do have like a, um, a, an animal spread that I will do for somebody, but if I'm working, it's, it's just so much easier just to connect, you know, psychically or mediumistically um, to the animal. Um, and then, like I said, anytime I cross the veil, so mediumship, you know, crossing the veil to animal or human that's crossed over, typically I'm not using cards. Um, it's only if I feel like I need to connect back into this kind of physical world, will I pull a card back out while doing something mediumship-ish. Okay. I, that, that it explains, it explains a lot. I mean, cause I know, and I know some people like, you know, obviously readers work different you know, different ways and they like to incorporate stuff. But I, I, I understand that whole, like, you know, the cards are, you know, here, they're like this material and they don't, it's like, it's like a boundary. It's like a, nope, nope. You can't, you can't cross this line right here. (laughs) So, and it's also, it's also like when I taught, you know, pendulum years ago, pendulums are amazing, but to get some in-depth answers and stuff, it becomes very laborious, you know, it's like, yeah. like I would hide things in the room before class. And then I would tell people, okay, I want you to go find the objects that I hid. And so you'd have to, they would lead you in the direction. And once you got to a certain place, you might have to go around a chair or something. So, or, or just the whole, you know, maybe, you know, how's my date going to go Friday night? You know, is it going to get postponed? It's like you ask the questions and take baby steps there. Um, where sometimes you just need to, you know, put the pendulum down and say, you know, show me what's going on. (laughs) Exactly. So is there, um, you mentioned about teaching, teaching others and, and such, and you've done some things at, at conferences. Do you have anything coming up? I know you mentioned you're going to that one, um, as just an attendee and not teaching, but do you have any teaching gigs lined up i do not have anything lined up at the moment um i the, the only thing i offer teaching wise if, if you go to my website um, mitchellosborne.com i have a numerology for everyday life which i taught that class um, for um, ethany dawn's uh, terror summer school last year mm-hmm. so it's a canned class a webinar that's online and then through the world divination association i actually have my animal communication class learn how to connect with your animals um, as well as a dream interpretation class so those are three different classes that they're you know um, recorded classes online that people can go and if you like i said if you go to my website you can see that there and check it out um, I will be probably assisting um, at StarCon in South Florida next, at the end of January next year. The assisting part is I did um, Im- using improv techniques and tarot mm. um, for, you know, to learn your tarot skills and to become a better reader. So I have been using that as a kind of an entertainment night at StarCon. So we, we get up on stage with our tarot decks and we kind of entertain and have fun. <laughs> Oh, I, okay. I need to go to this. Yes. Like, it's a dry, it's, a, you're, it's only two and a half hour down and you're, okay. you're good. That's nothing. That is nothing. Okay. So since you've been listening to the pod, you know that every week I do a tarot for the week and I would like you 
to pick a card and give our listeners what its meaning is, what's going on with it. So have at it. All right, I am shuffling, so I have no idea what it is. And I'm pulling from The Legacy of the Divine Tarot by Chiro Marchetti. All right, and the card is, oh, the oh. Two of Swords. So I would say this would definitely be a week where balance will be key for you. And this is one of those weeks where I would say, use a little more of your logic since we're talking about swords, we're talking about logical things, communication, air element. And there's a lot of Libra energy around this. It's connected to Libra. So I would say definitely use your logic when finding the balance. Um, maybe leave your heart out of it this week. Um, less emotion, more logic. <laughs> That's what I would say. I love it. I love it. So how can people connect with you? How can they on so, uh, like social media? You mentioned your website. You mentioned it again. Um, but how can people connect with you and look up like, you know, what you have to offer, message you, whatever, if you're in, um, you know, groups or whatnot, how, how can they find you? So I am a social media whore. I admit <laughs> it. And I'm proud of it. Um, you know, it's MitchellOsborne.com, O-S-B-O-R-N, no you, no Z, no E. It's as short as you can make it. Um, so MitchellOsborne.com. And then you can see all my social links there. But Instagram is Mitchell Osborne. Um, uh, TikTok is Mitchell Osborne. Uh, uh, Twitter, I can't remember because I just changed it because <laughs> I was intuitive me, 333. But on uh, Facebook, MitchellOsborne.com. But uh, I'm posting um, pretty much a card of the day, um, every day with a little interpretation. And I pull it from my app, my apps, and I have about 20 apps mm -hmm. that I, it's a different one every day. And then um, what else am I doing? Every Saturday, I post a three card reading for the following week on my YouTube channel, which then I post on my socials as well. And just like, what does the energy of the week look like that specific week? How can you best navigate it? Card number two. And then what you might learn or how you might grow or what you might manifest by doing that card number three. So I love it. And I too love the, um, the decks that are in app form. I have quite a few on my phone. So yeah, I, I love it. It makes it so easy. <laughs> Screenshot it and you're good to go. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Well, awesome. Awesome. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us this week. This has been a production of Girls Girls Media, music by Breakmaster Cylinder. You can find me posting the card of the week, any witchy memes and other fun witchy stuff on our Facebook and Instagram page at Glow Girl Pod. And hey, if you have not already joined our Girls Girls Community Facebook group, what are you waiting for? please make sure that you go on and you join. This is where you get to meet your internet BFFs and we're all hanging out there. So definitely make sure that you look us up again, Mitch. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I love it. I always love your energy and I hope that we can connect again soon. So thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. All right. That is it for this week. Take care, witches. Blessed be.